our bodies are borrowed, our minds are borrowed, our thoughts are borrowed, our cars, our homes, our uh, money, everything is borrowed. But yet if we steward it, if we give it, if we use it to ultimately impact others, and we do that as a group, it creates a culture that will yield championships. This is The Own It Show, where we tell stories of how everyday people made ownership theirs. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to The Own It Show. I'm your host, Justin Rothing, chauffeur. And if you guys are new here, I really encourage and invite you just to go take a look at the past episodes. We've had amazing guests. We've had uh, some amazing knowledge, some amazing information just dropped here for you guys that really utilizes this platform and this podcast as a tool to help you figure out what a life in ownership looks like. Because a life in ownership is a lot of fun. A life in ownership really allows you to open doors that really previously weren't available to you. And we've had almost close to 200 uh, guests and solo podcasts with amazing content and information that we just want to get out and encourage people and be able to reach them where they are and meet them where they are to help them grow and realize what life truly can be what a life in ownership looks like, how to own it. Because sometimes it's really difficult. And sometimes in the circumstances, sometimes in the darkness, it can seem like you don't know where to turn. And I really hope that this becomes a light for some people. So if you guys can like this, if you guys can share it, if you guys can leave a review, that's how we ultimately reach more people. That's how we are able to get this out there. And I will continue to keep sharing. I will continue to keep posting these on a one to two times a week basis. As long as everyone keeps listening, as long as everybody keeps keeps uh, sharing and keeps reaching new people because we want to continue to keep impacting lives. And so today as we dive in, I, I'm really excited about this one. Coming into the playoff season, uh, playoff hockey season, I always get excited, right? Because um, there's nothing quite like chasing a championship. Uh, I don't know if anybody out there has ever been on a championship winning team, but there's one thing that you can't take away from that group of men or that group of women is what ultimately occurred during that season. And you can't take a championship away from anybody. Yes. I know you can't take learning away from anybody. You can't take that. Um, the, all the lessons that were learned during a season away from anybody, but I've been on championship teams and I've been on losing teams and it's a heck of a lot more fun to be on a championship team. And what you see from championship teams is this closeness, this unity, this collective oneness that is really unique. And having worked with a lot of championship teams, having studied many championship teams, having been a part of many championship teams, I wanted to really kind of break down what the recipe looks like, because there's no framework. You can't always control the outcomes. You can't always determine whether it's uh, going to be a championship season or not. But there's a recipe that's required for this. And if you watch like along the trade deadline in any sport, football, baseball, basketball, hockey, soccer, what you ultimately start to see and what you start to notice is that GMs and ownership teams, they start to they start to trade for players that kind of hit some of this recipe and start to put it all in a pot and start to stir it. But if you add too many players or too many things, too late in the season, you mess up other parts of the recipe and it won't work. You've seen it where the New York Yankees brought in all of these high ticketed players, all these people that had all the talent in the world, but yet they weren't able to come together and mesh. Why? 
they were missing some of this recipe. You see some GMs that had an amazing season, making regular season, but they were missing a couple of pieces of this recipe. They didn't realize the championship season they needed. And so as I go through this, I really want you to think about how this applies to your life. Championship is just a mentality. Champion is a mentality. You can have a championship mentality in anything that you do. It doesn't just have to be in sport. Championship mentality in your business, championship mentality in your family, championship mentality of how you attack every single day, championship mentality at your church, championship mentality in your um, friend circle. This is what this looks like. And this is what ultimately this requires in order to be in that space. And so I want to give you guys a framework or a recipe of what it looks like. So there's 10 ships, 10 ships that need to be a part of this recipe before a championship mentality can be created or can be realized. And the first ship is leadership. You'll never create a true championship mentality without leadership. Leadership is what drives you. It's what guides you. It gets you through the good and the bad times. And ultimately, leaders go first. Leaders show the way. Leaders show what this looks like. I was walking down the street with somebody the other day, and he just leaned over and picked up a piece of garbage and threw it out. What did I do? I followed. I grabbed a couple of pieces of trash as I saw later on. He showed me the way. He showed me what this was about. I'll admit, I'm not the one to pick up trash when I see it laying on the ground. There could be a paper cup that somebody missed the trash on. And I'll be, I'll, sometimes I'm the guy that says, man, somebody should really pick that up. But that day being with him, having him grab the cup and throw it out really caused me to go and step and pick up a couple more pieces as I saw it as we were walking down the street. And so leadership is something that we cannot go without. The second is ownership. It's the ability to take responsibility and have accountability for your actions and performance. It's one thing to say, I want to be responsible. It's a whole nother thing to be saying, I want to be held accountable. I think that's just like, this. Is, it's amazingly powerful. I've coached so many people that were like, yes, I want to take responsibility. But the moment you come down on them or the moment you try to hold them accountable, they've got nothing but excuses. If you want to have a championship mentality, if you want to realize the changes that come, you have to be able to take ownership. And ownership is responsibility with accountability. They do not go separately. They go hand in hand. You can't be held accountable if you don't want to take responsibility. And if the, you want to take responsibility, you can't be afraid to be held accountable. They go hand in hand. And when you bring them together, when you unite them together, it creates a beautiful thing. Number three is membership. Membership. It's paying full price, getting involved, joining the club, getting around those that make you grow, getting around those that make you great. I gave you that example a little bit earlier where the New York Yankees or a team like that brings all these high powered players together. They've got leadership. They've got ownership. But oftentimes they're missing membership. You come in at the trade deadline. How are you supposed to get involved and join the club and be a part of it? Because you haven't really gone through all the things that somebody else has gone through. And unless you're able to bring something new and immediately get ingrained in that culture that's there, it's very hard sometimes to generate membership. But realize that membership takes time. Coming down here to Miami, when Elise and I moved down here, we wanted to create this championship environment around us. And to be honest with you, when we first got down here, I tried to rush that membership process. It's something because I've moved so many times in my life, I feel like it's something that I've often tried to do is push through this membership process where, oh, I can just join a gym and I can make friends with the owner and away we go right away. No, you got to show up consistently. You got to be there consistently. You got to join the club. You got to get around those people. You got to put time, effort, and attention towards it. And so leadership, ownership, and membership, those are things that come in. 
Number four is partnership. You got to be able to work together. But more importantly, you got to be able to work together to accomplish common goals. If you're not partnered together, if you're not striving for the same things, you're going to be moving apart and it's going to become very frustrating. You're going to get further together, but oftentimes we can only get further together if we're trying to get to the same place. And there needs to be a partnership that comes with that. Elise and I talk about this all the time. We have these little spats or we, uh, in, in building our business, we sometimes feel like we, we get on each other's nerves and we have to come back to, Hey, you know what, babe, we're in a partnership. We're trying to do the same thing. We're trying to go to the same place. And sometimes even when we didn't think we were going to the same place, we started to call these meetings. Once a month, we sit down and it's called championship meeting. Why? Because we want to come back and say, Hey, are we still trying to go in the same direction? Are we still trying to get to the same place? Are we still shooting for the same outcome? Are we still on the same team? And if we are, amazing. If we're not, let's hash it out and figure out why. Because there is no desire within each and within either of us to put a splinter between where we're trying to go because we know that that is a deep calling. So partnership is a big one. Fifth is relationship. You got to get to know your people beyond the surface. You got to get to know them deep. You got to get to know them intimately. You got to be able to understand where their scars come from. They have to be able to trust you. They have to be able to be deep and intimate and taking responsibility for one another. So often when we're thinking about relationship, we're thinking about influence. Well, sorry, friend, that doesn't happen influence before responsibility and before relationship. We have to create deep relationship with people first. Relationship is what creates results. Because when you develop relationship with somebody, you develop a trust with them. And when you develop an authentic relationship, you develop authentic trust. And I think that is oftentimes a big thing that's missed as well. We think relationship is just knowing somebody's name, knowing where they came from, knowing what school they went to, knowing what their love interests are, but rather relationship is knowing that through the thick or thin, no matter what, good or bad, that person has my back. I still I still laugh and I remember we were doing a trust exercise uh, or a team building exercise and we went to this ropes course and we were doing trust falls and we had this guy stand up on a picnic bench and fall backwards and the team would catch him and he'd come down and then the next guy would go, the team would catch him, away they'd go. And there was this newer player to our team and he went up on the table and he fell back and as he fell down everyone caught him he came up just like everybody else and he started to cry after and he goes and we were like why are you crying and he goes i've done this exercise before i've done this so so often and to be honest with you the last time i did it i got traded right after with the team and i had been with that team for 8 years and I realized that I had never really built a deep relationship with anybody. And as he got caught this time, he just felt a different sense, a different dynamic. And it was the relationships that those other players had already formed that he was seeking. And that was a team that ultimately went on to win a championship that year. And so it comes to being building a relationship, build relationship beyond the surface. We got to go deep. We got to get to know people's hearts, their desires, what they truly are searching and seeking. And number seven is stewardship. As this group that you're a part of starts to give, you have to lead with gratitude. So give as a group as it leads with gratitude. Know that you are blessed 
so that ultimately you can be a blessing to others. And when you ultimately start to give and steward, not just steward the financial gifts or steward your time or steward your energy, but steward the earthly being, steward the environment you're in, steward the building that you're in, steward the home that you're in. Stewardship is ultimately realizing that we own nothing and God owns everything. And that everything that we have is simply borrowed. Our bodies are borrowed, our minds are borrowed, our thoughts are borrowed, our cars, our homes, our uh, money, everything is borrowed. But yet if we steward it, if we give it, if we use it to ultimately impact others, and we do that as a group, it creates a culture that will yield championships. Next is, I think, something that really throws people for a loop and it makes people uncomfortable. It's battleship. You got to fight for one another. You got to stand up for one another. You got to have each other's backs. So often we aren't willing to go to battle. We aren't willing to step up and be able to show what is necessary today to get the results that you want tomorrow. We aren't willing to hold the shield for somebody else as the battle's continuing to be thrown at them. When that person to your left is not strong enough to hold on to that shield anymore, are you willing to hold up the shield for them while also helping protect yourself for a season? Knowing that that man or woman to your left or to your right is going to do the same thing for you when you don't have the strength to do it. We got to go to battle for one another. And it can't just be, oh, hey, I'm going to go to battle for you. No, it's a deep trust knowing that you're going to go to battle for somebody. So that all of a sudden, when the sales aren't coming in one month, it's not a blame game, but it's, hey, how do we help this person get more sales? When all of a sudden, your significant other is finding it a really hard season in their life and they're down and they're upset and they're frustrated every day. It's not condemning them for feeling that way, but rather coming over and getting in with them, being empathetic, putting yourself in that season, giving them a hug and just being, I know it's hard right now. I'm here for you. I'm going through this with you. We are going to get through this together and it is going to be okay. And it is a deep, authentic trust that you guys have with one another. The battles only bring you closer. It's battleship. Next is fellowship. How do you serve your community together? How do you serve each other together? How do you just get time to just be together? So often I think in our teams, be it in our businesses, be it in our families, I call I call our family a team, be it in our, our sports teams. We only spend time together when it's about the business or it's about the family thing or it's about the sport or it's about Sunday church. But how do we spend time in community? How do we spend time just truly in fellowship with one another? Something that I was really poor at for a long time and through the Couples Collective that Elise and I have put together for community for entrepreneurial couples that want support. It's something that I love. Getting text messages throughout the week from men randomly, at least getting them from women randomly, coming to the group one where we're all together and just hearing what people need, hearing praise reports or things that people are excited about. Just getting a random phone call from someone saying, hey, Justin, how are you? Went for coffee with somebody the other week on a Tuesday afternoon, just because that's fellowship. That's true fellowship, something that goes beyond relationship. Actually, fellowship is required for relationship. Next is craftsmanship. And I think craftsmanship is often something that we shy away from. We want to be a jack of all trades. We don't do the work. We're not willing to put in the time. We're not willing to pay attention to the details. We're not appelling, willing to pay the price for what it takes to be world-class at something, to have a real great craftsmanship of something. 
And when we're not willing to be craftsmen or craftswomen, we don't ultimately have the skill set to be able to lean in and really go and do the thing that we need to do. I love the story of David and Goliath. And it just always talks about how David was this one that was called and was just like slung a, or, uh, slung a rock and took down Goliath. But if you actually realize it, that guy was a world-class craftsman at throwing his slingshot. Hours and hours and hours and hours of practicing out in the fields as a shepherd. It's that concept of the outliers, 10,000 hours. What are you willing to be a craftsman of? What are you willing to pay the price for to be world-class at? What are you willing to take a stand for and truly formulate your craftsmanship? Because when you can create craftsmanship, you create value. And when you create value, you create connection. And I'm not talking about monetary value. I'm talking about value to somebody else because you plug a hole that somebody else needs filled. And the last one is hardship. You have to be over to have to be able to overcome adversity together. Scars are good things if you can get through it together. Still go back to, and again, it's a sports analogy, but I go back to the Philadelphia Phillies last year. They made it to the World Series, two wins away from World Series title. They had, I think they were 14 games under 500 halfway through the season. Halfway through the season, 14 games under 500. Came within two wins of winning the entire thing. They went through hardship. They knew what it meant to trust one another. They had leadership to overcome it. They had to go through hard times. They had to trust. I, I know too many people that I work with in our, in our business um, that have come to us to optimize health in a bigger way that their businesses in the past have been weeks away from bankruptcy, weeks away from not being able to pay, uh, make payroll. They've gone through hard times. They've gone through the recessions. They've gone through COVID. They've gone through all of these difficult things together, but they've come out on the other side. So many of us want to arrive. We all want to go on the trip. We all want to get there, but so many of us don't want to make the trip. We want to arrive, but we want to miss all the the messiness, the hardship in between the hills, the valleys, the peaks, the highs, the lows. But hardship is what allows us to overcome adversity. And hardship is what allows us to test whether what we're actually saying is true. They often say that a purpose untested is a purpose untrusted. Well, the same thing goes for a relationship. A relationship untested is a relationship untrusted. A team untested is a team untrusted. Boston Bruins this year. I, I just love sports and life. They have such deep connections. The Boston Bruins this year won at the president's trophy, set records for the most winningest team in NHL history, 164 points. They lost like 12 games, 13 games all year long. They lost four in the first round of the playoffs and got knocked out by the eighth place team, a wild card team. They weren't tested all year. They didn't have any adversity. They didn't really overcome any hardship. It was easy. If you want to have a championship mentality, you have to accomplish these ships before you realize your championship. You have to go through this. You have to go through this to get to where you want to go. So if you want to have that championship mentality, if you want to live in that, you want to be different, leadership, ownership, membership, partnership, relationship, stewardship, battleship, fellowship, craftsmanship, and hardship are all prerequisites to realizing what comes with that championship. We have to earn it. We have to spend time there, but we know that success is different. If we want to live different, feel different and think different, you have to own your different and that's available to you. We'll see you next week. <music>